0: what's up everybody my name is anthony Irvin. you beat yourself yeah yeah see myself yeah okay okay <laughs> oh. i'm jim
1: green <laughs> don't even leave to hit of traffic light <laughs> okay good welcome to
0: one set what's up everybody on June 2nd I'll be releasing my next single here and now you can pre-save it right now by clicking the link in the description and be in the running to win this free lyric tee. the stars are shining bright for you and I which is a lyric from the song. And another special thing, once I get the 25 pre-sales or more, I'll be releasing the official music video for here and now. So you got two chances to be winning a t-shirt and getting some free content even before the song hits the uh, public airwaves. So make sure you click the link in the description, get your hands on a pre-save. You'll be notified either through text, email, or Facebook Messenger on release day. And that's June 2nd. I'll see you on release day. Thanks, guys. Yeah,
1: man. So... How goes it? Um. So I had my phone in my pocket while I was teaching because a couple of the studios they teach at they use like Bluetooth, and like I'm navigating the music on my phone. I'm tucking it in my pocket, moving around and dancing. It flew out and landed face down, and immediately I was just like, "Oh no! Hopefully, like the center's not cracked." So I pick it up and yeah. I look at it, I'm like, oh, no, nah, it's it's fine. It's totally cracked on the bottom corner and it's spidered all the way across the bottom and all the way up. And I'm like, uh. damn it. What the? <laughs> what the <laughs> F, man?
0: That's what happened to my last phone. I was doing like, you know, the normal, like kind of like moving around and I jump and the phone jumps out of my lab pocket. Flat on the ground and just shatters the whole thing. jeez, oh, and that like never happens like anytime I'm like just like moving around and stuff and I just do like a like a jump to something, it just jumped right out of my lab coat pocket and just like woo-hoo. <laughs> um I needed a phone anyway, so then it kind of just gave me the more of the notion to go ahead and buy a new phone, which is the phone I currently have, yeah,
1: I <laughs> you know. I'm due for Well, it's kind of like you can upgrade whenever cuz Verizon's like you can trade in and yeah, like they just tack on the fees after the fact. But um I've had this one for Yeah. probably 18 months. Um So I'm like, all right, it's not like a brand new phone, so I'm kind of like I could probably trade it in but I'm also like I mean if it's just gonna be a mite it's not like it's not like a crack on the outside where like my fingers are getting cut while I'm like touching it's kind of like underneath the surface um at least at the moment Right. right um so I'm like yeah I think I'll just ride it out for now so that's what I'm gonna do until it's like I can't mm-hmm. see, the phone can't function, I can't call or text or, you know, send memes to you and everyone. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh.
0: Yeah, because I had the iPhone 8, 8S before getting the 13, so do the math, that's like a four or five year span between models and i knew there wasn't going to be much of a difference other than like you know the camera the size is somewhat similar i got the 13 pro not the max so i got the middle grade Mm -hmm. of the of the three and you know obviously features are a lot better i mean you get you get the updated camera because now you have 4k capabilities and which I was able to shoot my music, music video. And uh, I shot everything using my phone and um, hard plug. If you guys want to see that, make sure you guys pre-save my, uh, my song right in the description here. And now it's coming out on June right 2nd. Uh, and if I get 25 pre-saves before June 2nd, I'm going to release the music video before the release day. So go hit that uh, yeah. pre-save button, I- share it out. I did really that pre-save,
1: that. I think uh, what's today, Monday. I think I did it Thursday or Friday because I was just like, oh, he'll he'll get those five. And then I was just like, that doesn't mean I shouldn't so Yeah, I'm yeah, just about yeah, halfway yeah. there. Um so I was like, you know, I'm gonna do that. Um granted, I know like you would send me the song probably last night through email if you just wanted to share it with me, but um, I want to be there right with everyone else Mm -hmm. when we get the debut, just like um, all of those 10 to 15,000 fans that went to the Taylor Swift concert, didn't pay for a ticket and just stood outside in the road and got the free show. (laughs) I was just going to say, yeah, there were so
0: many people outside like the Xfinity. Yeah. uh, One of my, one of my musician friends was out there and she was just the, one of the many people who were out there like in uh, near Xfinity, just listening to Taylor Swift, you know, and I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but it's just amazing how you would stand outside of a stadium to not see the person you want to see, but just listen to the whole concert. And that's enough for you. But the whole stadium was like jam packed. Yeah. I, I saw
1: like people online who attended and, <laughs> I actually, I actually, I actually reached out to someone because they sent like they posted a picture of like the stadium where it was full, like the wraparound. And then
0: because <laughs> yeah.
1: behind like the like the Titan like the stage, <laughs> it was like butt naked empty. Right. And I was just like, wow, look at all those tickets. They didn't and- sell. Yeah. <laughs> I was just being an ass, right? Like I, I didn't care. <laughs> she's like, yeah. No, <laughs> look, look, look at all those seats, but look at the fifteen thousand people that are standing out right by Xfinity Live, like just getting a free concert. I was like, yeah. Wow. I, I, I just didn't, th- I didn't think. You know, I know she's popular, but all right, let's talk about
0: and. I didn't know she had fans like that that would actually just stand outside of a stadium for.
1: (laughs) So you're in the music industry and like me being in the dance industry, like I know like some people that are big names, but like, I just didn't think that Taylor Swift was like on that level of like, she's clearly like on an iconic level. And I don't buy it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I I'm just I I like I and maybe that's just me being a guy and my age. Um I I I don't know. I
0: Yeah, I mean I think she doesn't yeah. cater to guys our age and our style.
1: I have students that like rave, rave about her and ask me frequently, can you play her? Can you play her? And I'm like, um, sometimes like I want to be like the cool teacher and like gain the popularity and be like, okay, fine. But I'm only playing the yeah. songs that I like a verse. Cause when they're like, can you play this by her? And I'm like either one, I don't know that or two, uh, no, I don't like it. And <laughs> when, when, right. you're, when you're a <laughs> dance teacher, you get to pick the music you play, have fun. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, right is what it is, right?
0: <laughs> it It's like, you know, when I'm playing my shows, you know, there, there's people that come out to you and they're like, oh, can you play this song? And I'm like, well, I could if I knew how to play it. Like, oh, well, just wing it and like some. And there's people out there that can just wing it and just uh, go right off of, you know, a blank slate and play whatever they want. But I that's not my type of, you know playing style i usually like to at least give it a minute to uh listen to it and see if i can you know repeat it as best as i can i am not good at like winging a song unless i know it like very very well and i can just you know there's only one or two times that i've been able to just wing it on a song and uh you know For that, it's like, you know, sometimes like, okay, well, I'm up here. I mean, there's times where I got to cater to the audience and there's certain songs that I play that I that I know at least, okay, feeling the crowd out. But like in the same way with you're saying, like, but, you know, I'm the one, you know, I'm the teacher. So I'm going to kind of preference the songs that I want you guys to dance to. And when it's your turn to come up here and be in my spot, you can pick the music, you know,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, and that's kind of the thing with um like kids requesting songs um like I said, I try to play 50/50 where like I banter towards um hey, right. I don't want you to feel miserable and like you can't request songs, but I also don't want you to feel like I just have to play everything that you want to hear all the time. I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like being a parent. I mean, and I'm sorry, scratch that, erase that because I totally am not one. You are, but I was saying that kind of seeing if you could relate to that on that spectrum where it's like, you want your son to have everything in the world, but, at some times, you're just kind of like, well, just because you want it doesn't mean it's the right answer. And then you have to kind of like put your thumb on it. Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that analogy is even close, but
0: no, no. Till, I totally agree. Uh, before before I, I I had an idea that you just put in. Uh, but it's like one of the things that, uh, you know, if you start catering to one student then it's like, then you got to cater to everybody. So it's like, I'm just not gonna do that for anybody because if you say, oh well, you got the he got to pick one this week. Let me get this one. Then everybody's got to do it. So it's like, okay, I'm not even gonna start this. Okay, you know, here's my favorite
1: number one response that I have to that, and this is um, with the new studio that I literally just started teaching at three weeks ago. Is and I don't know if kids are just like, yeah yearning for validation or if they're like hey look what i can do or am i doing it right that if i'm doing it right kind of thing it, it it's where i feel really bad shutting them down but i'm like if i watch you yeah. by yourself right now i have to do that to the other 20 kids in the room and we just don't have time for that so this is where we all do it and I have yeah, to. and you never get anything spread done. Spread my eyes so. out across the room, and then say, uh, "I think uh, you're wrong." And this is where you're wrong. And I and then I try to correct the one person, and then someone from the other mm-hmm. side of the room is like, "Did I do it right?" And I'm like, "My eyes only work in so many directions," and I, I feel like an <laughs> insane person. Right? <laughs> it's just. It's yeah. part of the job, man. No I mean, pressure at all, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm sure Jen, um, you know, feels that. I mean, granted, she is dealing with young, young kids all the time, right? Yeah.
0: So. Oh yeah, her, better her than me. I would never be able to deal with kids, uh, other than my own. That that was kind of weird to say. <laughs> I had never I, deal with kids. I, I, I mean, I have ne- my own, but yeah, I could <laughs> never do the kid thing. <laughs> 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 I mean yeah but no, I can I could never like teach like kids in a classroom. Like that was one thing that my parents like never really instilled to be like we we have been in the school district business and we want you to do that. Like they never really like were like one of those parents be like we want to you to follow our art in our footsteps to be like part of like the you know school and be in the school district business. I mean they were just more like you know hey as long as you get a, like a high school degree and go to college, that's fine. You know, yeah. Do but anything after that, you know, do whatever you want. Just at least get your education. Uh, but, you know, that's why I, I kind of fell in love with the whole science thing and the music. And, you know, I, I never really took uh, a liking to teaching,
1: you know. You have such like a fine Balance in your life, and like that's something that I have kind of always been really jealous of you about. Is like you are well adjusted, and you have, you know, like I don't want to say a safe job in a bad way, but you have a safe job in the right way, and you've been there for like ever, and you are still following your passion. With I know music. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and you're still following your passion with music, and I'm like. Yeah, he's he's got it. And he, you know, settled down, married. Dude, your wedding was so fun, by the way, for anyone who wants to know this guy's wedding was one of the <laughs> best weddings of all time. Right. And for me to be there. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> no, um. <laughs> Seriously, like I had so much fun at your wedding, man. And like, I think even just doing like the photo shoot beforehand. Um, and you know, cause sometimes that can kind of feel like, uh, like a chore, right? Um, but I was just like, I'm so grateful that I am here with my best friend in his day, in his moment. Marrying his best friend, not me. Um, dang. Could you imagine if we got married? That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert.
0: Spoiler spoil alert. Yeah, clip wait, it. Wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> so by the whole process of yeah, clip it. <laughs> by the whole process of video editing, we'll put in the. Uh, the edit of you and me uh, doing our whole dance together. If it doesn't work out, we won't put it in, but we'll put it in right here.
1: I, I mean, but you you jumping up on the floor and 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 doing the backslide. I was like, "You better get it, Ant. you better get it, bro." <laughs> and and this Dude. is me, this is me standing there. Dude, I'm like, "Get
0: it!" I almost fell on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I look back at that video, and if, again, if you guys just saw it, like I hit that first one. I almost did like a. I almost like, I almost just ate <sighs> in the first two seconds.
1: <laughs> Dude, you were, I, I like, I saw you stumble over your feet and I was like, it's his wedding day. Nothing can go wrong. They're married and they're just enjoying themselves. They're having the time of their lives right now. And I was just, like I said, uh, but it,
0: it was awesome, though, because nobody expected it. Everybody expected you to go up and just do a yeah. piece. And, you know, I think everybody, once they saw you get the mic, they're like, OK, he's, he, he's going to have to do something. So he starts going. But then, you know, I, me and you had that kind of eye contact, like, we're going to kill it. <laughs> and then once he came out, everybody just lit up. And that
1: nah, was cool. If if anything, I like. <sighs> it was one of those things, like like I approach all of my projects like super differently, like depending on what it is and knowing that you were going to come up and join me on the dance floor. I was like, all right, this, this song will, will be right. It'll feel cool. It'll be cool. Calm collected. Do you remember the song we did?
0: Yes. Uh, It was the Michael Jackson
1: and JT song. Love never felt so good, right? Love never felt so good. Yeah. So, I was basically like I I felt like I felt and I felt like the material, like the choreography that I like built for myself to dance to was co- like really subpar in comparison to like what I would normally do, but I was also like this is not a for me thing. So I'm just kind of out here laying the groundwork. So it was all building up to the moment where you joined me and we were up there. I think yeah. your mom I think your mom absolutely lost it because she was just like, "Oh my god, Anthony's dancing with Jim right now?" Yeah, cuz we told like, nobody nobody. And it was yeah. so awesome. It was so yeah, awesome.
0: Nobody knew. We 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 told nobody. I, th- I think my mom may have gotten maybe a hint because you and me were kind of like practicing a couple of our steps, like pre wedding time when everybody was at the uh, venue. She we probably were like you were going through the kinda movements, all kinda going through the moons. She knew something was about to happen, but we, she had no clue like what the whole thing was about. Right. Um, But yeah, m- mind you, everybody, Jim had thought of this idea. Like, not even twenty four hours before, you know, the wedding started. We're, we were up at like twelve midnight going over these uh steps and uh, you know, my brother was supposed to be in there, but he ended up uh getting he's not much he's not much of a performer like you and me were. So he ended up saying, you know, i I have to do the best man thing. I have a speech and that was even tough for him to be out there in front of people just doing a speech so he's like i don't want to have to think about doing a dance plus doing a speech no, and, and, i'm out so we're and, like okay respectfully, he, that's he fine.
1: absolutely got the speech down like he did the speech better than i could and i like i i was standing there listening because like okay your brother obviously right and totally should have mm-hmm. should have been your best man And I'm standing there, like I couldn't have done a speech any better than that. Like, if he if he had done like a really lame speech, and I stood there and was like, "Really, that's all you had?" Um, Don't let me me be different. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, in all honesty, I I stood there and I was just like, my eyes were watering, and I was like, "Okay." Chris just got it done and I was like I knew that the dance that I was about to do was a thing and that you were going to come up and dance with me and we were going to open the dance floor and I was just
0: and that couldn't have been the the, there couldn't have been no better way to open up like the remaining part of the night than doing that everybody just filled that floor for the rest of the night and when I tell you when I go to a lot of Jen's like family functions at least one person almost every time i go to a function talks about our wedding and talks about that moment and brings you up and says like hey are you still still friends with that guy that you dance with like they always talk about that moment that's one of the moments they always talk about and and that
1: to me is just oh geez wow I don't want to get like emotional in front of everyone, but like just thinking about like it's, it's mm. been my passion. It's been my passion for like, Oh jeez, like 30 years now, almost my entire life. So knowing it's not just, Hey, I showed up, I learned how to dance and now I just teach kids how to dance. Like, knowing that I can create, help create these memories, especially with you, like my best friend and my brother, like, and that's still a thing after the fact. That is just so fulfilling, rewarding. It's so awesome. Like, It's just something we were like, let's
0: there couldn't have been anything better just to open up the rest of that night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean um let me see you. So k-
0: kudos to you, my friend, for you know, thinking of doing that. Oh, dude.
1: You got married June seventh, twenty fourteen, I think is your anniversary, right? Um like I, yes. I built I built the routines for my older sisters when they got married that basically did the same thing. And it like opened up the dance floor. And I mean, you know, when, when you talk about weddings, it's like what really stood out, what really set that event, like apart from, Oh, I'm going and someone's getting married and, we ate and there was some dancing and then we left <laughs> part <Pardon> of me. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, and it was, it was never about like building routines or doing a thing to be like, Hey, this is about me. It was more so like, how can I make this memorable for, you know, my, my sisters right. and for you. Um, It was just so fun. And I remember like my sister's wedding dance. I don't remember the choreography. I shouldn't say that. But I remember, you know, people after my older sisters got married and the years like that surpassed after that, they'd be like, people still talk about that dance at the wedding. And it's like you said, you don't run into a family function where people aren't like, you still talk to that dance guy. And it's like, that to me is like, it makes.
0: (laughs) Makes it all worth it.
1: I've talked about on here. I've talked about on here before about how I got picked on so much because I was a male dancer in my young years. And, um, I always Mm -hmm. turn around and I think about those moments and I'm like, it was all worth it, you know? So. Yep. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I got to give a shout out to the DJ slash. Uh, you know, it was like a band DJ mixture called Best of Both Worlds. Uh, I gotta give it up to them because, you know, obviously anybody who's planned a wedding before, you're planning these things out <laughs> months and months in advance, and they had everything down to a T with how our night was gonna go, and they were cool with uh, you know, you being able to go up and just tell them that day, say, "Hey, I had this little segment I'm going to do. I had the the music right here. I just need you to cue it up when I come up to you." And they were cool with it. They did it right then and there. I got to give a shout out to them for just going along with the you know the the day of little mixture to put in because most most people might not want to do that. Say, "Hey, we have things curated, and this is going to be you know from time to time to time. We can't fit anything else in." But they were. No questions they asked, They were cool as hell with it, so I got to give them a shout out to, you know, to let us be able to do that and not have any, you know, time restraints. Like they didn't be like, all right, well, uh, do this, but you only have like five minutes. You know, they let us go and they let you do a speech because uh, I didn't know you were gonna do a speech and i just thought you were just gonna go up and you know just say like hey blah blah blah, then start you know going doing a dance i did not expect the speech and then you know we both went up there did our thing and um you know what what else there was uh another person I wanted to shout out with it oh the uh photographer uh her name was uh uh barb uh forevermore mm. photos if you guys are in the area, uh make sure to check her out. I uh, I forgot to tell her that we are were they, doing that. Are they
1: like Swedesboro Jersey natives? Like local to that area or
0: they are in they're in PA, PA. I think they're Hat Barrow. Or uh, I think they're right okay. outside of Philly. But they're 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 decently local, uh, but yeah, she t- I totally forgot to let them know because they were doing videography too, and I totally forgot to let them know that we were doing this thing, and once we started, like you were doing your dance thing, and once uh, I came out, I think she had told her husband at the time to say, hey, flip this on because we got to get this real quick, and they got it just in time as I was going in and we started everything, so that's the only video we have of you and me, and she actually... I uh, said and she posted it and said, you know, these are moments that we love as like a business to be able to capture these moments and uh, she said and also if you got if there's any wedding parties that are planning to do this, please let us know so we can capture the whole thing. We were just glad that we were able to capture this part of the moment because they did a whole well, full
1: segment and of it. <laughs> just shout out to them uh honestly for acting like promptly on the spot, not like having the heads up and knowing it was yeah. gonna be a thing. But they, but they were like, "Oh shoot, we need to like right. get this," and they reacted immediately. Uh-huh. So yeah, shout out to you said, um, "What was the company again?" Forevermore. Sorry, I you For, hired Forevermore forever Photos. Okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, it's all good. I I'll put I'll put their uh links and uh everything yeah. down in the uh description. I'm not sure if I think Best of Both Worlds is still in business and I, and Forever More Photos is still in business. They did uh Lola's uh, uh first birthday pictures. So she still does uh for, uh photography. She actually did um Oh no, that was somebody else did my photos. Uh but yeah, she still did a couple photos here and there uh for Anthony and you know so we we did um work with her after the wedding but yeah fabulous work so i'll I'll list her down in the description if you guys are in the you know southeastern pa area listening to us any of our friends and family who are you know looking for professional photos make sure you uh hit, hit her up and you know let let her know that i you know the one set bro sent you
1: absolutely absolutely Dude, um as much as uh you know we plan on talking about these couple things, I am not excited. Like I'm literally not looking forward to having this conversation with you <laughs> and like to our audience. Um <laughs> dude, it, it's really like you know, <clears throat> we're like we want Philly, to talk about it, but it's like you don't want here. to, but yeah, uh we've literally been putting it off, uh, obviously for almost
0: a half hour now. Um, What, 20? Yeah. Even then, like the more like 24, 48 hours of the thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, but here we go. Here we go. Well, um, your boy here (laughs) um, had a bet with a friend of his who is, insanely optimistic about his Philly sports teams. And I said, if they go to game seven, they're losing. And he insisted. Nope. They look too, too strong. So I'm getting a free case of beer out of it. So thank you to I am not saying your name over here. But uh,
0: easy, easy money. Easy money.
1: <laughs> I'd, Easy. Have, I'd have bet a beer two, or two. <laughs> yeah, a beer. I'd have got I'm, a getting, ten. <laughs> uh, I'm getting a case out of it. Um, because yeah. that that was how <laughs> optimistic he was about like, I mean, and, and it was not a bad bet. I mean, after the game one win in Boston and then after the game, oh, geez, the game five win in Boston, I was like, they're yeah. going to get this done. And they needed to get it done game six in Philly, and then they didn't. And when we say they, nope. because we haven't even said the name Seventy Sixers yet, <laughs> that's who we're talking about. Right. Um Yeah. Jeez. Spoiler. I, I don't know. <laughs> Spoiler. I mean, between the Phillies losing the World Series, the Eagles losing um the Super Bowl, the Sixers not making it past what was it round one or like they can't make it past a second round of the playoffs ever except for when Allen Iverson was playing 22 well, years ago. They did, make, they did make it
0: to the yeah. conference finals and uh they did make it recently in 2013. I believe they made it in past the second round in 2013, but never since then they've uh haven't got anywhere close. They've always been knocked out in the first or second round. And I was listening to WIP this morning, yeah, and that- I do got to agree with the, the morning show that out of like you, what you were saying, the F- the Phillies not winning the World Series, the Eagles not winning the Super Bowl, coming so close. The Sixers, this thing has to be the worst feeling because, you know, the Eagles have been doing their thing. The Phillies have been doing their thing. The Sixers are different because they've been going through this process for the last 10 years. This is where I'm going to start rambling on. Uh <laughs> they've been going through this process for 10 Dude. years. And you know, they started with uh you know, picking and I I don't have the names in front of me, but like they through the majority of the draft picks they went through and 9 times out of 10 most of those draft picks are not even in Philly anymore. They last for you know, two to three years and they kicked him to the Whoopsie. curb and, you know, they picked up Embiid and we all knew the story. I mean, I was again, I was never the biggest Embiid fan. I've never been behind this guy. I've always said he doesn't come in conditioned every year. He has never played and not many guys anymore play a full season, but he'll play a couple games. He'll get hurt. He'll be out. He'll come back, play a couple games. He'll get hurt. He's out. He's never been a consistent basketball player for me. And that's always been something I've been telling people that he's, he's good, but he's not as good as what other people make him out to be. And when he won the MVP this year, I was like, why? I mean, mean, he, I mean, it's for the regular season. Not the MVP is not for the playoffs. It's for the regular season. Cool. But I'm like, this game six, or sorry, this game seven, game six and seven, but mostly this game seven proved to you, and I'm going to pull a uh, wrestling move, without of a shadow of a doubt that Embiid, this is my opinion, people, so cool it, that Embiid does not deserve that MVP. If you were an MVP... Caliber person, you should have been able to. You should have been able to guide your team no matter what to win that game six. But when the time comes, Embiid is never there. And it was the same thing with when him and Simmons were on there. When it didn't go his way, he would he would stop playing. And you can definitely tell in game six and seven, uh when even in the last like nine minutes or six minutes of that game six, where the Whoopsie. was Embiid. <laughs> he did not do anything and he even said i didn't touch the ball much the last the last little bit so i should have that should have been the one thing to say hey i need to turn it up in this game seven your season's on the line you're gonna get into the eastern conference finals a lot's lying on this possibly even your uh i mean here's the thing everybody's saying MB needs to go I agree, but I think he's going to be the one that stays. I think Doc might be the one that goes before him. But game, a game seven in that situation, you should be doing whatever you need to do to win that game. And he just flat out gave up. Now, Tatum, on the other hand, he had a fab. He had 51 points. He had he doubled the amount of points that Harden and Embiid they combined Harden and Embiid at 24 points together. Tatum at 51 he doubled their their amount of points you know so I mean again and I'm sorry to take up a lot of time here but this is my frustration with Embiid and I think I've said this a lot on the podcast I I don't believe he deserves it
1: I I want you to sound off so much about all this because like (laughs) I'm I'm frustrated as like a hey an openly honestly bandwagon jumper like oh the Sixers made it to the playoffs now pay attention i'm that guy sorry um whereas the eagles and the phillies i got a
0: little bit of hope i was i was doubting them the whole series the game five that they won, i'm like okay i mean they need one more game to win so i got a little bit of hope say we are game six in philly biggest one of the biggest games of your season you need to pull it out and they let us down just like they always do. Yeah. Oh, and they <laughs> and they, they yeah they let us all down just like they always do. When the time comes, they always fail. I
1: um I think I first and foremost just want to say thank you um for putting Joel Embiid in his place because. I feel this way as a bandwagon jumper. And I'm just like, is he as good as Jeez, I, I like, I can't even say the legendary names. Like, because the answer is no. And I'm and like, no. it's almost, it's almost a disgrace, especially whoever
0: you were going to say, I was going to say no anyway. But-
1: <laughs> no, no. I, and like, I, I'm over here. Like, my friend that owes me a case of beer, thanks, bro, Um, who swears by him. I'm like, no, if he can go out there and prove himself. And aside from that, should we even mention game one where they won in like the Sixers won by flying colors without him? And I was like, yeah, that's because that's because Harden showed up and 45 points i was just like yeah. yeah i wonder if this team plays better without that Whoopsie. clown seriously like that's how i felt when that happened and then when he came back and played and then we just lost the series i'm like pretty upset i mean i'm gonna let you show it out but <laughs> that's that's no, how i, I mean feel about like
0: said game Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, You know, Harden showed out in game one. Everybody was like, this is the Harden we've been waiting for. 45 points leading the team. Game two. Where the hell did he go? It's like he it's like in Space Jam where they took the powers away from him. You know, Uh, he just was nowhere to be found. I think he didn't even have 10 points in the second game. So, again, that's another thing with uh, people being complained about Harden is, you know, he's a great player. But when, you know, the clutch times come, he's he doesn't uh, move up to the plate. And you can tell even in um, game six and seven that Embiid and uh, Harden at the very end, uh, well, mostly in game six. Harden and and B were trying to uh, grab a lot of fouls to get to the foul line. They were really putting a lot of emphasis into getting on the line. But the refs, and I got to give it to the refs a little bit because they were trying not to uh, call a lot of the flop fouls. I'm not a big fan of the flops, so I'm I'm glad they didn't call every little stupid flop foul, but that – was getting and hardened off their game and I think that's what ultimately cost them the game in game six because they were so worried about where's my foul that then you know Boston was going down and scoring points when they were complaining about not getting a foul and then they would give up and blah 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 where you know game seven uh, you know halftime comes they're down by three I'm like but they had a nine point stretch that they were up and they're known for blowing leads oh <laughs> uh but you know (laughs) yeah so i'm like all right they're still down by three they're still within the game but then within the first five minutes of the third quarter tatum opens fire and there was no answer for it they tried double teaming him he would just pass it off somebody else two three this that they had no answers for it and the sixers just shut the whoopsie down, and I turned that Woo-key. off. <laughs> yeah, I was du- I was done, and the third quarter wasn't even done. <laughs> My dad turned it off. He's like, "I hope you don't mind me turn it off." I'm like, "No, you did the best thing you did. Like, <laughs> I I didn't want to see that Woo-key. show anymore."
1: He's like, "Yeah, Happy Mother's Day. We ain't doing this." Yeah, <laughs> and I mean that was yeah, Happy little- Mother's Day. Burn, uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. That was. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <No>, but that- <laughs> all right, I'm not watching TV team anymore. What do you want, Burn? <laughs> all right, all the love to Burn, but yeah, probably like that. Um, yeah, but that was like I literally watched the first like, tw- like, tw- like quarter and a half yesterday, and like I-, I messaged you, I was like, we're up by 10, they might do this, and then once they just Like you said, they basically gave up like they just stopped trying. I was like, once they were up by like 10 or 15, I'm like, yeah, they're they're going away. I'm I'm done. I was like, my nieces are asking me to play hide and seek right now, and I am not denying them of this time being an uncle. I'm like,
0: no, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather spend the time with (laughs)
1: you. It's yeah, I prioritize that uh, wholeheartedly. I'm sure that was way more entertaining. Um, Um, it's kind, it's kind of a, it's kind of a thing. Like I've found really, really, really like obscure hiding places, um, in the house and also outside that that's why like when they come over, they're like, uncle Jimmy, will you play hide and seek with us? Because they know it's I like, I make it fun. I, I'm not boring about it. I'm like, let me get creative. And yeah, it's so fun. And I was like, that was more worthwhile to me, uh, and you know, even if the Sixers were winning and they really wanted to, I'd be like, you know, Game Seven, win or lose, they needed to get this done Game Six anyway. Uh, for my like, for me, yeah. Um, I, I, I still would have been like, of course, let's let's play. Um. So yeah.
0: Yeah. And like we were saying earlier, I mean, with the Eagles losing in the Super Bowl, it's it's sucked. They, lo- they lost in the Super Bowl. But again, I mean, they lost to Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, they 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 were up against like odds themselves. But, you know, the, I think the Sixers are just different because they've been in the same situation for the last couple of years and they just can't get over that hump. And every year you think, yeah, Oh, they're and- gonna do it. Oh, they look different. They and it's the same it's been the same formula, same thing. They give up, they get to where they need to go, and they give up on everybody, and then they just, you know, make excuses. And I, I'm and I'm just done with it. I, I think they the whole process is just a big fail at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I think Doc Rivers needs to go. That's just me. Uh-huh. Um, I think you need to sign. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think you need to sign Maxi to a long-term deal because that guy. That's the I only person I would probably can't. He's
0: the only one that I yeah. felt actually came to Whoopsie. play.
1: Yeah. And, and, and one, I'm, he's I'm young, watching too, him. So. Like, he's in the paint and doing these layups. And then he's also sinking these three pointers. And I'm like, Why can't any of our other guys be that level of consistent? I'm like Maxi's our guy, and he's in the paint
0: more than your biggest like person on the team. He's taking rebounds more than Embiid. He's not shooting.
1: I'm I'm just like 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 I said, get rid of Doc Rivers, sign Maxi to a long term deal, and I will watch the Sixers like game to game through the regular season. Otherwise. Yeah. I don't know why everyone's putting so much stock in Joel Embiid. Like, I like I get he's good when he's good, but he's also crap when he's crap. And, like, that's that's all yeah. I really have to say about that.
0: Like, and people are saying, like, you know, oh, well, we can't win without Embiid. Like, we haven't won with Embiid. So what the fuck's the point if you're going to keep him? You're not going to win. So you might no, as well no, just no.
1: throw him away, you know? <laughs> we won. No, no, no. That's bull. We want game one in Boston without him. So that that (laughs) argument doesn't even hold at all. I'm not not here for it. Mm -mm.
0: I'm I'm okay if they just pull the plug and say, Hey, we're I mean, I I, they're not gonna get rid of everybody, but I think what's really gonna decide the factor is the in the upcoming draft. I mean uh in the in the draft too, that um you know, cause I don't know what lottery pick they have. They're not going to be in top 10. They're not going to get a good draft pick, but I think it just depends on what they're going to do in the draft. But the Sixers are known for not having really good draft picks. So I'm not going to be surprised if they just blow the draft anyway. Oh, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I, I think they just need to tear this whole process and, you know, just, rebuild or do something because you're, you're not going to win with him and again you can't tell me that they haven't put in his head to be like you need to come in better next year with better conditioning or doing this doing that you can't tell me that that they've tried to get this guy to do anything to improve his conditioning and he just doesn't i feel he's never been in a good condition any of the years that he's been a sexer. And I mean, again, there's gonna be a lot of people who, if they actually do hear this, uh, in a in a long term term sense of us talking about Embiid, and there's gonna be people that want Embiid to stay. He's that think he's the best things in sliced bread. Cool. I don't agree with you, but. Uh, And there's going to be people that agree with me saying he needs to go. And I agree with you. I think he needs to go there because I don't think there's going to be any benefit with him staying in Philly. They might give him another year or two. But, you know, I think this is the biggest standpoint to be like, you know, this is just something that we're going to have to just, you know, live with that. This is how the Sixers are going to be until something turns around, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Ooh, that felt better. <laughs> <laughs> Feel good to get all that off of your chest right there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Basketball, NBA. Jeez. Uh, and it's, it's one of those things, right? I mean, we had the episode about um, after the Eagles lost. Granted, the Eagles lost by, like, what a field goal in the super bowl to Patrick Mahomes and, so like and they
0: never gave up that's the thing they never gave up i mean the defense had some errors but they came back in the end they tried to win it at the end sixers just totally ghosted everything
1: so let's talk about some things that we haven't talked about uh let's first of all first round uh Wow, Eagles swapped out their number ten for the number nine draft pick, Jalen Carter. Um,
0: oh yeah, I mean th- their
1: draft was.
0: Th- there's people mad the, uh, about pe- how good are the like, Eagles did it's, in this draft. it's not
1: even fair, right? Yeah, like, and and that's why like, I'm like, wow, you're so you're so <laughs> NACL, so table salty right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the Sixers general staff just needs to watch the nfl draft for this for what the, the eagles did and just need the blueprint that whoopsie to do that in the nba draft because they need to do something in this draft to kickstart this uh franchise again because you know the eagles yeah. just came into that draft like a boss just said hey we're taking over this shit Ugh. like <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Say some, say some, uh, say some, we're taking over, what? say some, say some,
1: and huh? and then say some. Our,
0: yeah, and then with ten pick, I think we're gonna be ninth, say some, say some,
1: <laughs> yeah, and I don't even like, I'm sure someone that is listening to us in years from now can um confirm like how that swap out happened. I don't know. They did what they did. And we got not only um, Jalen Carter, but we got Nolan Smith, too. And I think both are from Georgia and they're both defense. Yeah. So when we're ta- when we're talking about defensive. Um, not fumble rooskies, but like. <laughs> we were lacking. We were lacking in the defensive department, uh, especially in the Super Bowl. So picking up those two in the first draft is, I think, why people are so bent out of shape. They're like, "That's not even like fair." Seriously, like, mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Um, I, think, announced- I think we got coined. <laughs> I think we got coined as the Philadelphia Bulldogs after that. But with, with all the Georgia picks that we got, all, all the Georgia
1: picks we got, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean,
0: yeah, it's it's gonna be a good season. I mean, ho- hopefully, a lot of those rookies get some time, and I think they, I think they should. I mean, we'll see what they do in the preseason. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to what how the Eagles are going to respond because they definitely have a decent schedule coming up, and we can talk about that as the season gets closer. But uh, they they definitely have some challenges, and I, I think it's gonna be a big test for Jalen Hurts this year. And I think he's hungry enough to be like, hey, I've smelt Super Bowl, you know, championship feelings, and now I'm ready to go take it. So I, I, yeah, th- I, I think mean, we're going to be getting a Super Bowl within these next two to three years,
1: if not sooner. I would confidently say three. I, I'd, I, I'd, I, I'd, hmm
0: it's hard to do back and back unless you're a Tom Brady. So I'm not going to be too mad if they don't win it next year. But I, I would like to say like you, I I think within the next two or three years, I, I think the Eagles are going to win another Super Bowl. I, ju-
1: I, I think that we're going to wind up uh, suffering like a loss in like conference finals. Like I think we'll go to the playoffs, but I, I feel like, we might oh yeah, we'll definitely team. be playoff
0: contenders. Yeah,
1: we're de- yeah. we're
0: definitely gonna uh, kill our di- our division this year. I mean, there, there's no doubt about that. Uh, yeah. And you know, like I said, I, I think we have a bye week up till I think our bye week is at week nine or week ten.
1: So no, 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 I, I was we're, looking we're,
0: at the schedule or something. Yeah,
1: we're we're gonna do our picks right now. As like, you know doing now, hey. We're going to do them right now. Yeah. Just just for fun right, let's do it. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Um hold Is on. That,
0: <laughs> i think my original I'm, pick was like what, 12, 12 and 4? And but then I changed it to like 10 and 4. So I think my original pick was like almost like closer to the one that they actually did. Uh
1: I was like I think I was like an optimistic eight and eight, nine and seven, like somewhere like closer to the middle. Um. So yeah, let's do this. Okay. Week one. Right. We're at the, we're at the Patriots. I'm going to go with. Oh, who's the, who's the Patriots uh, quarterback now? Mac Jones.
0: I'm, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm taking us winning the Patriots, beating the Patriots. I, because the, I, the I, Patriots I th- are definitely I, not like definitely not what they used to be.
1: Um I'm just gonna yeah, message. I, I would, I'm messaging that, you on my phone in, just.
0: That's in, in New England.
1: In New but, England.
0: Uh, I'm I'm still confident that the Eagles can pull that that first week one win out of it.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh we're hosting the Vikings after that. I'm gonna go with we are winning that one too. Same. Same, same. Um, at Tampa Bay now. I don't even know who is the Bucks. God, that is some shoes to fill after Tom Brady, right? Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go with that's an Eagles win again because I think that they're just gonna eat poop for a couple years until they get their poop together. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah
0: commanders in the next week. I would say, you know, we're, we're hosting the commanders. I well, I think that's an easy win, too. So we're still like we're undefeated at this point. <laughs> D-
1: Division, I usually go with um, we just trade one on one. So yeah. I'll, I'll call that a W. And if it's not like a fair share kind of thing, like I always think Cowboys it's a one and one. Um Giants have been kind of solid the past few years, so that's like a one and one. Commanders I just think have been not great recently. So I'm like we could probably take both of those. Um Right. Week week 5 is the Rams. I'm going with we're beating the Rams. Um
0: I'll say that I'll
1: say that we have our
0: first loss with the Rams. Okay. I think and, I think that's where we get our first slip up.
1: All right. Well, yeah. And they are also at the it, Rams. Because it's in L.A. Mm-hmm. Well, the next game, this is kind of like the talk of everything because Aaron Rodgers is now the Jets quarterback. We're playing at the Jets in week six. So I'm yeah. actually going to go with we eat the L on that one. I,
0: yeah, I mean... I'd say we can probably beat the Jets because I mean, even though Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback, they still have some mediocre play. I mean, I, I have to—I I can't really say mediocre. I mean, I don't think they have any like superstars on the Jets, so I think it's going to be, you know, we're what? That's going to be week one, two, three, four, five, week six, six into yep. uh, Aaron Rodgers' new team. Potentially. So, you know, you would think he would kind of be on a roll at that point, but who knows? I mean, you know, because he's going through a a new team, new, new, uh, batch of receivers that he's not used to. So I think he's going to struggle a little bit.
1: Okay. So I'll actually agree with you to an extent because we host the Dolphins week seven. And the last time I went to an Eagles game, we hosted the Dolphins and the Dolphins, like, killed us it was like crazy um, yeah that's right the <sighs> Dolphins so were it, good this year and I think
0: from what I remember I think they they um, I think they lost in the playoffs or did they make the playoffs or did, I think they got knocked out of the playoffs they, or something uh, they ah, were I close they were year. close
1: is what it was Um, I'm just yeah, calling the both but of they them They a really
0: good season yeah I'll say a um, loss for the Dolphins as well
1: yeah 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 and so, we're at the Commanders, the next one. Jeez. Um,
0: I'm saying win. Uh, like like you said, for the Commanders, I think the Commanders are going to be the least quality team out of our division. So, yeah. I'm going to say we do 2-0 for the Commanders.
1: Okay. That's fair. Okay. Let's get to um, Dallas. These, the next, these next two games. Woo! So okay. Um so we have the bye week after that. So I'm gonna say we eat the loss to Dallas in week nine. Um and then we need week yeah. ten as our bye week to like rejuvenate. Um
0: <laughs> oh, wow Yikes! I'll I'll say I'll say we'll I mean with Eagles being at home for the Cowboys I'll say we'll we'll beat the the cow I think we'll beat the Cowboys at our place. It's usually tougher when we go to Dallas.
1: Yeah. Um. Let's zero in on weeks eleven, twelve, and thirteen because we are at Kansas City doing the Super uh, Bowl rematch, and yeah, that's, that's a loss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think we get um, that, a loss? Well, that's yeah, a Monday, it's in
0: Kansas City, so yeah,
1: that's that's the Monday night game. It's going to be crazy. Um, we're hosting oh, the yeah. Bills after that. Oh, I think, ta- um, I think we take. Lo- I think we take think we take a loss a- to
0: that. That that's going to be a good game between quarterbacks, though. That'll be another awesome co- uh, QB game to watch.
1: So the Bills are like, so Cheyenne is obviously like a Steelers fan, but yeah, the Bills. And jo- and Josh Allen have been like our team outside of our like home mm-hmm. teams that we've rooted for. Yeah, Josh for. Allen
0: versus uh, Jalen Hurts is gonna be really good.
1: But yeah, um, San Francisco. Now we're hosting San Fran. Um, oof, I'm gonna call that a. I'm gonna call that a win.
0: I'm gonna say a, i am I'm gonna say it's a close win for us. It won't be yeah. a. Uh an easy one, but I think we pulled out at the end.
1: Yeah. And then we're at Dallas after that, which I think you said we're gonna beat Dallas at home, and I think I said that we're gonna lose at home. So I'm just gonna counter and say we'll win in Dallas and you'll say, Yeah, we're definitely gonna eat the L in Dallas. Um Yes. Then we're at the Seahawks. Oh, I'm calling that a loss because I think the Seahawks are just too strong for us.
0: You think? I mean, I think the Seahawks have kind of been a little mediocre.
1: We're in Seattle. It might Seattle. be a good pull it's away. It might, so. it might
0: be a good pull away one. But yeah, it's kind of like a 50-50. Yeah.
1: Um, and then we host the Giants. I'm mm-hmm. going to call that a win yeah and then and then we host the cardinals win and win and then we're at the giants in week 18 and we're gonna if we are already postseason contention we're gonna play second and third and fourth string so i'm just gonna call that a yeah, loss
0: depending on how the season is yeah depending on yeah. how that uh that game is if we're looking to be you know going into the playoffs that next week, we might not even be playing our starters, or we might just get a couple runs out of them. And yeah. So.
1: Hang on. I'm just tallying up my W's and L's here.
0: Yeah. Like I said, it's definitely going to be a challenging year. Cause I think we have, uh, you know, we have the chiefs, we have the bills, we have the dolphins, uh, the 49ers, the Rams, Buccaneers and Patriots, a, a lot of teams that we don't usually see in the regular season. So it, it it's going to be an interesting year, but I think we have a hungry team that is going to be, you know, and we got a decent amount of people coming back that have a high probability that they want to win a championship with Jalen Hurts before they retire because yeah. they see it coming. So, well, and I, from I, the I reports, have
1: big hopes for mm-mm. it from the reports. It's Jalen Hurts shows up with a briefcase and he's just sound He's like, I'm, I'm here for business. Like he is 100%. Like I am not taking this lightly. Like I am here to put forth the work. So, like I said, I think yep. in the next three years, it's going to happen for us. Yeah. Um, I now have us going at 10 and seven. Um, I, I can see 11 and six or even, even 12 and five like happening.
0: Yeah. but I don't, th- I don't think it's going to be definitely anything go between the 10 and 12. Yeah. I could
1: definitely go between the 10 and 12 wins. Yeah. I think so. I don't, I don't think it's going to be like any less than that. Let's be serious. Like in nine no. wins, that doesn't seem reasonable at all. Like, I think we'll do way no. better than that. That that would
0: that would be a pretty um, painful year if so.
1: I think 10 is the minimum. I'm also like, hey, remember when the um, Dallas Cowboys were 13 and three and lost in the first round? Like, it's just a matter of get to the exactly. playoffs first and then yep, go from there. We them boys. You know? Yeah. Are you though? Um, are you? Are you? Are you? Dude. <laughs> let, let's do some wrestling talk real quick before we sign off yeah. for the evening. Um, now that we've gotten basketball and football. I mean, baseball is still very early yet. We can yeah. talk about it or like we can hold off on that one. Um. Wrestling. Wow, there is some stuff going on. And I just want to tell you, I have barely paid attention. <laughs> Which is nah I didn't me. get to
0: watch SmackDown. I did see that AJ Styles beat uh what was it, uh Edge and Rey Mysterio. Yep. So I was surprised to see that. And then he later that night went on to face Lashley and beat Lashley. Yeah, it it's or correct I me mean, if I'm wrong. I had Edge winning. yeah, Lashley I, I, faced I theory had, and somebody else. Yeah,
1: I had Edge winning the entire thing. And for him to get written yeah. off. Uh, yeah, I was it, very uh, surprised Edge
0: didn't win that. We both had Edge going pretty far.
1: So many people were like, oh, it's obviously Seth Rollins. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. They got to pit Seth against someone that makes us feel like we don't know which way it's going but mm-hmm. Seth, Seth versus AJ definitely feels very like AJ's not winning. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. It, like, um, I was initially very disinterested in this whole new title thing entirely. And then mm-hmm. I was like buying into it a little bit. The tournament was cool. And I really wanted edge to win it and then eventually drop it to Finn Balor and right. like write that story um so the whole Seth versus Asia thing I'm like it'll be a cool match to see but I'm like it just feels like they're handing it to Seth some like a little less intrigued um They're doing the whole I don't know if you know about like the tag title match that is going to be Seth or not Seth. um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens against Roman Reigns and Roman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, you're going to put a tag belt. On Roman. And you're going to play the whole he's carrying around these three belts and he's looking at Jay and Jimmy, like you lost these at me. Like if you're doing that story, that's cool and everything, but like only if you bring it full circle and Jay Uso winds up beating Roman Reigns for the belts, like that's what I'm here for. Let Roman beat like right. Dwayne Johnson. Like I'm here for that too. I totally am. Um, but Mm-hmm. They they need to make the whole bloodline like weird abstract storyline like actually make sense. And then I'll be like, OK, you did your job correctly and you're good. And I I'm like I'll yeah. be fine with it. But I just like I think you and everyone else, I'm just tired of Roman Reigns being the head guy. I'm like, it's been way too long and I'm bored. I'm over it. Yeah, uh,
0: I, I think with the whole bloodline thing, I think they're just slow rolling it. I would like to think they're slow rolling it, but it's just more like I hope they really don't mess up this way that they're trying to break up everything. And they just make it like all of a sudden they're all already broken up. But I think what they're doing is just slow rolling it. And like you, I think what we're eventually getting to is like something that's going to be happening next WrestleMania. So I think they're just trying to slow burn everything. And make everything, you know, uh, stretch out amongst this next 365 days to be able to, you know, have this big conclusion next year. But, uh, you know, because it's starting with the Usos. Obviously, they're going to have, you know, the Usos against the Bloodline in some type of way very soon. Uh, then Solo is going to have to, you know, be the next person to you know, realize something. And I think it's gonna eventually be the Usos doing something with the bloodline, with uh, you know, Jimmy first trying to do something, then eventually Jay obviously being the one. I like I said, I think we both agree that Jay has to be the one to take down Roman eventually. If they're if it's not gonna be Cody, if it's not gonna be Sammy at this point, because they obviously didn't pull the plug on either of those, the better way to End this whole saga with Roman Reigns. The picture perfect whole thing would be for Jay to take down Roman because he's the one that started that recruited Jay into it was the first one. So it would be the it would be it would make the most sense to end it by Jay dethroning the head of the table. I think that would be the best thing to do.
1: It's got to be the move. And
0: if like, you want the I,
1: biggest payoff, that's mm-hmm. the best thing to do. And I like I can appreciate like the long term like build to that. It's just I mean, 2023, we haven't had like a long term champion like this. I, I mean the last one for me is I am probably for you is Brock Lesnar, where he had right. the belt and just sat at home and didn't show up ever and everyone's like complaining about it Yeah. now people people are saying the same thing about Roman and I'm like you yeah, know he was actually like very present and around a lot
0: Yeah. at, at least we're seeing him on TV but it's like you know he, he's only defending it half the time but at least he's on camera he's at least you know trying to be relevant he's not staying at home with a belt and being like okay well I'll come back when I'm ready you know, so yeah. it's a little bit different, a little bit of similarities,
1: but differences as well. I got to say, like, the the Cody and Brock match, um, I won. I didn't love it, and honestly, it just feels like they're trying to make Cody feel important without making him the guy because they're like, well, Roman's got to be yeah. the guy. And they're like kind of putting their thumb down on him. And I'm like, oh, yeah. so you're gonna put him in a few with Brock. And I was like, That's cool, but like the few just felt um I didn't care for it. I, I don't I, I like I don't like I can say so many uglier, uglier things about it, but I'm like I, like I just don't care. And, you know, for him to get that, like, awkward pin on Brock Lesnar, I was just like, Mm -hmm. I was like, this literally closed out Backlash, and the Bad Bunny and Damian Priest match was just light years way more fun. Oh, yeah. So much better. And I was talking about
0: that with a buddy of mine, that Bad Bunny is uh you know along with Logan Paul is one of the better celebrity wrestling guys that they've brought out that at least you know I'm obviously not a big fan of his music but you know the, the whole promos and everything I mean he, he's not as good as Logan Paul on the mic but uh as as far as being an in-ring entertainer he brings it so, I mean, I'm oh, yeah. very, you know, entertained by the fact that he takes it serious and he's just not going in there with, you know, half training and taking it half serious and just acting like uh, an amateur. Like it, it really looks like he took the time. He likes wrestling. He takes it serious to learn the moves, to learn the aspects of everything. And he knows the spots. And you know, that's what you want out of a celebrity person going there. I mean, obviously with a lot of the celebrities, they don't know the the ins and outs of it, so they're just there for the exposure. But like a Logan Paul, like Bad Bunny, they love the business, so they know how serious this is to the natural, you know, wrestlers that are there, the uh wrestling fans. So, you know, I'm glad that we have those two people to look upon that, you know, if we know that it's not a regular wrestler, we know we're at least going to get a good match out of it. And, you know, speaking on the terms of the Cody and Brock match, I mean, I mean, now you're obviously just going to get Brock beating the hell out of Cody at Night of Champions. So then you're going to get a third match to determine, Okay, this is the all for all. You got to win. I got to win. So now we're going to do one more to even the score. Like this is going to be the last one, just like a typical three out of three one. So it's like there's going to be no reason to to watch the second match because, you know, Brock's going to get the win. So what do you do there then? You know, like you're saying, you're trying to get Cody to be relevant. So they're trying to be like, well, we're sorry we didn't give Cody the win at WrestleMania, but here's a win against Brock Lesnar. Now he's in a feud there. So we're trying to still keep him, like, hyped up to be like, okay, well, he beat Brock Lesnar, so he probably deserves another match with Roman eventually. But then he's going to get his butt kicked by Brock again uh, at Night Champion. So it's like, you're just going to keep flip-flopping him and everything. So... I think they just uh, lost the lackluster with Cody. I'm, yeah, I'm just bored.
1: I- I'm bored. I'm honestly mm-hmm. bored. Like, yeah, I-, I don't have any genuine ince- like incentive to watch it right now. And they did the draft, which to me, I'm like, you've done the draft before. And people just jump ship show to show anyway. So, like, I'm like, why do I care? about who lands where yeah like
0: i mean i'm glad they did finally take uh a lot of nxt people and brought them up they did utilize bringing up a lot of nxt people which was nice so you get you're getting fresh faces Cameron grimes uh awesome to see him on smackdown yeah. that we, he we got, love him that yeah. went against corbin yeah i i love that the his whole persona it's awesome so to see that he got his first Uh, SmackDown debut win that was cool, and you know, because I mean, Cameron Grimes, I felt he was like one of the ones that got left back. With like you know, when Adam Cole got up, uh, thing got back on the main roster, a lot of those guys that Cameron Grimes was back there with, and he just got left back. So I was glad to see that he finally got, uh, you know, the main roster push,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's like uh, Braun Breaker is like. The big guy in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the yeah. previous champion. Jeez, um, I, f- oh, I forget who the current champ is. Um, yeah, I forget his name, but um, mm, I'd pull it up. But <sighs> uh, it's okay, Car- uh, Carmelo Hayes. I think, is yeah, is. I think it's something like that. Yeah. Carme- Carmelo Hayes. And then Wesley is the North American champion. I think. Okay. Um, but Braun Breaker, like everyone is, was expecting him to be caught up and he wasn't. And I was like, well, you mm-hmm. got to keep some strength in NXT, which yeah. I, I, I think you, is you what they keep did some with. of those
0: people down there. I,
1: I, I think that that's what they did. Um, with Cameron Grimes, they were like, uh, you're you're really good. You're like on that level. But like, we kind of need you to maintain the strength in NXT. And I think that that's why they kept right. him there. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, which, you know what's which re- I'm OK with. It makes sense. Yeah, it's fine. You know, what's really ir- irritating, though, about like. You know, Roman and his title reign is like, I am. Not excited for money in the bank because it's like that's either a failed cash in or you're cashing in on whoever the world heavyweight champion is, and everyone's like, everyone's going to be like, oh yeah, that makes sense because why would they take the title off Roman because they're clearly trying to keep that title reign longevity a thing, right? Uh Like the Royal Rumble, Russell even the WrestleMania match next year with whoever Roman faces, I'm like, you have to sell me on something else. Because I I don't think he's... uh, And, you know, I read something that was like, oh, for him to surpass Hulk Hogan's 1,400-plus-day reign, he needs to hold the belt through September of 2024. So I'm like... Jesus. Then what are we doing here? I'm like, what are we doing? Right. I'm like, yeah. and, and, and this is part of the reason why I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time even tuning in. Like, I put it on at 8 o'clock, and I watched, geez, Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz, and I was like, this is just such a Sunday night heat house show match. I was like, I don't care. It, it's not yeah. important. So. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't know. I, I'm just like they're they're building up Gunther. Um, I like that they swapped. Like they have the Intercontinental Champion on Raw, and they have also Theory, of the U.S. Champion on SmackDown. Like I'm glad that they flip flop that. Yeah. Um. But they're still doing like the same old Judgment Day stuff, and I'm like, I'm bored. Do something else, please. Like,
0: yeah, they'll, I, I they'll definitely need to switch something with that too.
1: Well, and the whole yeah, thing they, is they like the, they definitely the need the bloodline. The know, blood- do some switch ups. The bloodline storyline is continuing still. So everything else around that and outside of it, we need variety as our audience because the way of the world and the entertainment industry anymore is like we need something fresh and something new. Otherwise, if it's stale and we're bored. I'm going to go watch AEW instead. I'm not saying me. I'm going to tune out. Yeah, it's obnoxious. So.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I
1: agree. Uh, I agree. You had your rant with the Sixers. That was my rant with wrestling, like with WWE, because I'm just like as much as we talk about it a lot on here, I'm just kind of like, Hmm. Like, I, like, I don't have a lot to say it, and it's,
0: you know, we're, we're, we're both two like amateur, uh, you know, wrestling fans, but we're mm-hmm. casual in the point that, you know, we want to be entertained in this aspect. And I've, and I think we both feel that, like, the entertainment factor, factors within these last uh, couple months post-WrestleMania, it's like, you know, okay, what are you doing in this fact to keep us entertained with the fact that you're keeping the belt on Roman and, you know, so you're not giving us enough, you know, fruition to be like, okay, this is where we're possibly going, but you got to give us time to let this you know simmer and everything but like they're not giving us that type of vibe it's more like you're like we don't know where they're going with this so it's like we're just waiting Monday after Monday to Monday to see if this thing's going to keep on doing the same thing and you know like with the whole tag team thing and you know again I'm okay with the slow burn and trying to pull this out until next Wrestlemania but you have to keep the keep us entertained in the same fact you just can't have lackluster matches and pointless matches that are not going to matter weeks in on on weeks in and out. So it's like, you know, this is part of the process of being a wrestling fan where it's like, all right, I'm not liking what I'm watching right now. So I'm just going to tune out until something really happens. But then when you're tuning out, that's when something happens. You're
1: like, oh crap, I wish I would have (laughs) watched. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, and when I say, I think for me, I know for me, like them, like they're trying to make the world heavyweight belt, like the new title, like important. Yeah, I
0: mean, that that's their biggest thing right now. So, I mean, that's, that's the their, only
1: thing they're worried about right now. It's their crutch. And I'm just kind of like, yes, I I feel like, like I said. Uh, 10, 15 minutes ago, maybe. I was like, if you didn't make it so obvious that Seth wasn't winning this belt, I would be more interested. I'd be like, okay, cool. But because it's Seth versus AJ, and I'm like, okay, AJ doesn't want to be a main guy. He wants to just do the OC thing with... Gallows and Anderson and be like, yep, yeah, we're doing this. And he's like, he's just having fun doing like slight work. He doesn't want to be like yeah. a head guy. And Seth wants to be. And I'm like, this is why I'm not interested because I'm like, someone tell me what happens at night of champions. And like, I'm not even interested in watching the matches at this point. It's unfortunate because like, I think it'll be a good match, but I'm also like, it's just, If somebody held the money in the briefcase and there was a chance of someone cashing in on that match, then I'd be like, yeah, I'm tuning in just in case because that would be intriguing. From you know, an entertainment and audience perspective, I'd be like, I'm totally down. Perfect. Let's see mm-hmm. this. But um cool. Wow, we really ranted about the things. And again, last week was like the Rocco's watch long and we haven't talked about sports and wrestling in some time. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add on top of all of this before we wrap up? <laughs> I, or? I think that's just going to
0: be the title. I think that's just going to be the title of this episode rant, <laughs> you know, because we just did a whole bunch of ranting on the fact that, you know, You know, the Sixers just need to, you know, dump everything and just rebuild again. And, you know, Mm because this whole process was just not successful for what they thought. The whole the whole system was just a big fail, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. and it, it sucks that we had to waste five to 10 years of watching this team tank every year in order to get you know draft picks that didn't even work out and maybe only one or two of them are still here and you know we only have good hopes about the eagles and then we hope you know we get a little more entertainment out out of the wrestling uh out of wrestling the wrestling community so hopefully these rants will uh shock the airwaves (laughs)
1: time will tell right
0: but yeah guys uh you know where to hit us up if uh you have any questions concerns you guys want to personally come and talk to us hit us up on our gmail uh onesetpod at gmail.com you can hit us up on social media facebook instagram at onesetpod like, and subscribe on YouTube. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, anywhere you catch your podcasts. Uh, you know, but the video podcast right here on YouTube, always every Friday. And so this has been another set, another set, another episode of one set. And we hope you guys enjoyed, uh, the show.
1: Yeah. And, uh, if you enjoyed my buddy, Anthony here, um, speaking and exercising his freedom of speech, we do that way more casually on our Patreon, which is patreon.com do, do, do. forward slash do to do, do, do patreon.com forward slash one set pod. Um we That's do right. um extra content. We do watch alongs. Uh if you are in our highest tier you get to watch in real time with us and comment. Um, how you that's right, like, like your reaction to whatever we're doing or watch along with, right? Um, so yeah, for all that's of our patrons, time. uh, we love and appreciate you. Uh, for all of our fans to so tune in, uh, at anytime, whether I mean it's. May 16th. It's 12:30 in the morning, May 16th, 2023. 2023. Um, 23. Um it could be many, many years from now that you're tuning in. Um thank you. Uh know that we're here and um yeah, hit us up however you can. Uh Anthony just mentioned of our audio and YouTube and we mentioned our email and we mentioned our Patreon. Um, yes, I think that's about it, right? Oh, yeah. Don't forget to support our merch store.
0: Go pick up some merch. I uh, got T-shirts, hoodies. We're going to be uh, putting out a couple new merch items very soon. We're working on some designs. So make sure you guys check out that out. Uh, support the pod. And again, thank you all for the love and support. We'll see you all guys on the next one.